Welcome to Connected, episode 275. It's made possible this week by our sponsors, Booz Allen, Health IQ, and Hover. My name is Stephen Hackett, and I am joined in this new year by my friend and yours, Mr. Mike Hurley. I would like to be known as Ricky Hurley for this episode. Well, well, I don't... That's assumptive. We'll see. We'll see. King of Rickies, Mike Hurley. Federico is also here. Hello, Federico. Hey, we'll have to see about that, Mike. I don't oh, know. yeah? I don't know yeah. for how long you're going to have huh? the king of the Ricky. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I have a, I have a conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah? Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So this is our annual prediction episode. If you're not familiar with this, uh, we do these before Apple events, but we also do them uh, for the whole year where we make predictions, then we grade ourselves, and there's a very elaborate rule and scoring system that we will discuss as we go. So today we're doing a couple things. We are reviewing our 2019 picks, and we will see uh, who won that for last year, and we'll be making our 2020 picks. And occasionally throughout the year, we revisit these, but in a year from today, we will see how we've done. So it's a very exciting day. You hold your horses. Uh, What? There's nothing else to talk about. You wait right there. My There's friend. nothing else to talk about. We can the, mm-hmm. the Rickies can wait. You have done two things. You betrayed us, and yes, you purchased something. There is a purchase slash betrayal going. I on. would like to bring forward a motion to impeach Stephen Hackett. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he no. is unfit to co-host this show. Uh, wow. Uh, okay. It's not like I bought a ThinkPad. I mean, come on. (laughs) No, you betrayed us for another program with exclusive content. Uh, Yeah, I would like to say that you colluded with David Sparks. Yes, yes. That there was collusion. There was collusion. Mm. And therefore, Mike and I are going to have a vote. Okay. (laughs) And with this vote, you will be impeached from a podcast, which means... Nothing. It, it really means nothing. Basically, just like in real life, like it means nothing. <laughs> You'll still be here. <laughs> Literally. But you will always be remembered as the first impeached, impeached co-host, on- co-host of this program. <laughs> wow. I've done nothing wrong. You bought a Macintosh Professional. Yes. And kept it from the connected audience. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a secret. Mm-hmm. Hmm. When asked to share such news with the audience, he refused. Refused. Refused, mentioning the fact that he had struck a deal behind closed doors (laughs) with David Sparks (laughs) to share this information on a different show. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think we have all we need for podcast impeachment here. Steven, you have any statements? Uh, I don't think I have to defend myself here. <laughs> uh, okay. Sure. No collusion. You did buy a Macintosh Professional, though. I did. I did do that, and I did break the news on MPU first, and that proves the point. I mean, I don't know in what exact episode it was that I said you would definitely do this, and you said you wouldn't. But there is one hundred percent that has been done multiple times. Yes. Um, would you like to talk about why? I mean, I got really excited. Yeah, I think that is perfectly valid. We all knew it was going to happen, right? Like, I think everybody knew this. Everybody yeah. knew you were buying it. it. You didn't, but everybody else did. Mm-hmm. So the, in the weirdness that is the holidays, it is actually out for delivery right now. 
Yeah, so we're, at in some a, point... we're in a <laughs> we're in a time situation at the yeah. moment. So I have bought it, but I'm not using it yet. But by the time this comes out, I've had it for a couple of weeks. Well, unless unless the UPS guy just loses it, that it's right? an eighty pound box. That would be tricky. So it could fall it, off the back of a truck. That would be sad. Uh, it would hurt somebody. <laughs> It would, it would crush whoever's behind the UPS truck in traffic. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I may have to duck out at some point and go answer the door. But mm. um, I did it. I shared about it on Mac Power Users first. Um, that's just how it is. So hmm. I stand in defiance to your impeachment. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. You're just shouting it back at us. Well, I'm very happy for you. I yes. actually am quite jealous of you um, because I've been watching lots of Macintosh professional mm-hmm. YouTube content. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's making me want it more. Do you see where Quinn Nelson took his apart completely? That's <laughs> Quinn's specific video makes me want the machine a lot, even though I would be so scared to touch mm-hmm. it. But for some reason, the fact that he and you own a computer that can be taken apart, I was like, well, I want to take my computer apart. Um, but I don't, I would, it's probably ill advised no matter what, but it is a. It was a very good video. Uh, I liked that he brought to light some things that we had made assumptions about, right? Like the fact that the wheels, in theory, can be added on, right? Like that you can take the feet off if you right. take the entire computer apart. They're not necessarily attached to the frame, in in theory, because uh, you can take the feet off, which means that somebody could make aftermarket wheels for a Mac Pro if that's the thing that you're interested in. Uh, but I don't know. Like, it just seems like fun, right? Like, I was also listening to ATP and hearing John, like, pick out all the cards he wants to put in his... Like, it's like, just seems like a, a fun thing to be able to do as a computer user. I enjoyed putting my own PC together and being able to do that with a Macintosh professional. Oh, it just sounds great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited. So. so can we move on? Can we talk about our 2019 predictions? Can we predict if you will remain in the show? I feel like I will not be evicted from office. <laughs> Round one of our 2019 predictions. Federico, you got to go first for Wait, 2019. Whoa, we're not recapping rules? We're not just... What is this? like? Oh, okay. Okay, I'm sorry. You know you're right. Banana Republic situation over here. Like, what's going on? Like, okay. those rules? Yeah, okay. I feel the like rules. the rules... For, in case people are new to the show... Good point. If we don't explain the rules before we do the prediction grade... It makes no sense. No. It will make no sense. No, it's not that it will not make sense. It's that you just won't enjoy it as much. Because okay. the, the okay. rules are part of the, the enjoyment. The rules are part of the fun. Okay. Yes. So let me let me go through the rules. And then okay. we will move Thank on. You. Thank you. The winner, who shall be called Chairman Ricky, mm-hmm. <laughs> as a reminder, from the previous Rickies gets to pick first. We've already gone into rule 1.1 because it the, the idea of picking first <laughs> depends which Rickies we're talking about. Yes. Correct. Because it's there are multiple addition. concurrent yes. Rickies that occur throughout the year. Yes. So, th- with the annual Rickies, the winner of the previous annual Ricky, who is Chairman Ricky for the annual Rickies, gets to pick the Ricky first. If we, but then there are events throughout the year, right? Like different Apple events. That person gets to pick. Um, I'm lost now. I'm confused yeah. already. So, so basically, it it to go first, you have to have won the previous iteration. Of that of the Ricky, so yeah, to be first, and so for instance, whoever won twenty nineteen 
will get to go first in the 2020 annual predictions. Whoever won WWC 2019 will go first for WWC 2020. No, it's because the Apple oh, events just roll too. on one after another. Remember, that was different too. Yeah, all the Apple events, like the just the events, they roll on. So we do Rickies for those. We should also talk about why they're even called Rickies. Um, <laughs> whoever there's like and there are picks that go throughout the year the winner of the picks gets to pick first the next time mm-hmm. uh, and then we also do annual picks as well and there's like a there are like two different tracks of picks that we do and we also in 2019 did an audio predictions which is like a whole separate thing yes right so I'm, I'm i'm adding to our document annual winners roll over to preserve the order 2019 annual winner gets to go first in 2020 yes, yes. etc Look, it's very simple. Like this, totally makes sense. I think it's ve- it is very simple, but it's difficult to explain it in a mm-hmm. concise way. I think. Yeah. But so the reason that they're called the Rickies, yes, is is no one's going to explain this. <laughs> we have to explain the point system, and we'll get to this. Okay. So all right, cool. To, to earn any points, everything written down in the prediction document must come true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No half points are ever awarded. Never. Mm-hmm. One point is awarded for any pick deemed correct in the first two rounds. Yes. The regular round is yes. two regular rounds, and that's just one point. Right. Each. Each. And yes. then the the third round, it used to be called the risky pick round, mm-hmm. and this is how that worked. Uh, two points are awarded for correct picks in the risky pick round. If your risky pick is wrong, you lose a point from your total. Yep. And critically, the other two hosts, impeached or not, must agree that your <laughs> pick is risky. And what happened is, I think it was it was honestly it was probably me. Yes, it was. You. Uh, mispronounced risky pick as Ricky, mm-hmm. and we now have the Rickies. Yes. Yeah, that's how they're naming. Thank you for mm-hmm. for helping. Thank you for all that explanation yes. and for helping drag me out of the uh, Ricky naming yes. hole that I found myself in. We also have non-graded picks at yes. the very end, which are just things that we want out there. They're uh, the year of Steven flexes. came from a non-graded pick. Right, they're flexes too. It's like yes. things it's that we think might happen. Rights. Yes, yeah, but we're not. Yeah. We're, none of us are uh, bold enough to think that they would ha- definitely happen. That we would right. pick them, mm-hmm. but right. later we'll get to go. Ha ha! It's the year of Stephen. You know? Yeah, correct. Um, there is this concept: the loser of the non-graded picks has to buy drinks for the other two hosts. But yeah. this has never been enacted. It's like a, it's on the books, but no one has ever taken advantage. This of This is going to be like you know you have those. Well, we have a lot of these in Britain, right? Rules that are so old because they were just never taken out of right. like law. So like right. there's this hill somewhere in Wales where you can legally kill someone with a bow and arrow or whatever nonsense it is on like the first. Really, first is that true? Second. There's like some. That, uh, that is about 75% true, what I've just said, but there is like some really weird lore about a There's hill. There's only a 25% ch- chance that you go to jail if you do that. Is that what lore, you're saying? Lore, hill, bow, arrow. Can we do Googling some research this. on this topic? First-hand research. In York, it's perfectly legal to shoot a Scotsman with a bow and arrow, excluding Sundays. Interesting. So. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't want to do it on the Lord's Day. So. Right. Okay. So you, you can shoot, right? You can just shoot. With a bow and arrow. Interesting. Very interesting. Only. You guys want to go on a camping trip? Do we have any bones <laughs> to pick with the Scotsman also? Like, <laughs> we can find one. 
James Thompson. <laughs> oh no, I love James. Well, He's I mean, the first just, you know, maybe just a mind. little, just a little shoot, you know, like in in the in a the little bit? in the thigh, just a little, like, yeah, just a little bit of the arrow just tip, like a pure flesh wound, <laughs> just a small bow and arrow just wound, a, sm- <laughs> a grace, like a just bar- a grace. Look- <laughs> It's a close shave, really. <laughs> yeah. Like right by the, by the calf, you know? Like just like, this, is very, this has turned into a very threatening, <laughs> very okay. threatening right. episode. So those are the rules. This is how this works. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think maybe we take a break before we get into yes. this. Okay, cool. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Booz Allen. Modernizing the future is a challenge, especially for large organizations. You may need to integrate legacy systems with new technology. You may need to incorporate AI and analytics to work more efficiently and make faster decisions. And everyone needs new ways about how to move to what's next, whether for government or commercial goals. Booz Allen understands that they're helping some of the world's largest organizations modernize. They understand the missions of government and industry and the need to adapt to constant change. They provide open source solutions so clients can integrate innovation from anywhere whether from visionary startups or major contractors. Plus, they're helping clients power new technology with analytics. And because security is everyone's priority, they integrate their capabilities with intelligent-grade cybersecurity. With Booz Allen, integration means putting you in control of innovation. Integrate, innovate, get it done with Booz Allen. Learn more at boozallen.com relay. That's B-O-O-Z. A-L-L-E-N dot com slash Relay. We'd like to thank Booz Allen for their support of the show and Relay FM. All right, round one. Round one. This is what we predicted in 2019. Federico, you said there will be a new Apple News subscription service for content from select publications. Yeah, yeah. Apple News Plus, that was announced in March. Nailed it. Yeah, that pretty much came true. Uh, what we didn't know at the time is just how select it would be. <laughs> it was a yeah. real, real yeah. Thankfully, you didn't say a new popular subscription service. <laughs> no. <laughs> or successful or just good. No, really. always omit the qualifiers. Always. And try to make it as generic as possible, at least for the mm-hmm. for the regular round. So yeah, up. Unless, unless you're demanded to make it more specific, yes, which is unless. a thing that we have done in the past. Yes, because it's too generic. Yes, I agree. Yeah. But in this case, we did get the Apple News subscription service, Apple News Plus, and it's not great, really. I don't think uh, any of us are paying for that at the moment. No. Nope. Um, but it's out. It's out there. It exists. It came out in 2019. So there you go. That that's a point. Uh, up next, I said that the Mac Pro would ship by the end of 2019, mm. and I am a witness to this coming true. Yep. There was an addendum that I gave, which was uh, when you can order one was, was perfectly acceptable as a right. thing. Like whether they arrived or not uh, didn't didn't count. There is a not graded in here, which says, I assume Steven says this, I waffle on sticking with my iMac Pro. Sure, uh-huh. Didn't really waffle, yeah. did yeah. you? You do, <laughs> you'd ordered one within days of them being available yeah. for order. Yeah. Well, they did waffle well, for two days. so It was a yeah. very small waffle. Very small waffle. <laughs> A waff, really, if you... <laughs> uh, Mike, you continued on Federico's subscription service theme, saying that Apple would launch a subscription service feature- featuring original video content. Well done. Thank you. 
So we all got a point in round one. Yes. We are, we are tied, according to my notebook. So this this ordering, this ordering of Federico, Steve, and Mike means that the 2018, that was how it was scored, right? Federico came first, you came second, I came third. Yeah, uh, assuming that the rules we have now were in fact a year ago, it's impossible to know if that that was true. Okay, yeah, no one could ever possibly know that. (laughs) But that's what we will naturally assume. All right, Uh, Mike, you want to walk us through round two? Federico said, iOS gets a tabbed Windows feature that all apps can implement. So at the time, uh, there's quotes around tabbed Windows because at the time, and I remember we talked about this, uh, yep. We didn't know what the multi-window support on iPad was. We couldn't conceptualize we it. Couldn't. Nobody could. And it, yeah. it turned out to be, in fact, literally just Windows and Expose. Mm-hmm. And we had all kinds of crazy ideas in mind. But yeah, um, I think it's a point because even though uh, there are no tabs, uh, mm. we were basing this off of a report from Bloomberg. Uh, they mentioned tabs and windows like interchangeably. It was very confusing. So we went with tabbed windows because it was like a catch-all uh, idea for yep. term for the idea of you're gonna be able to open multiple instances of the same app across mm. the the OS. And we- I I will grant this. This is how I remember that conversation happening. Yeah. That it was kind of like a we know there's this feature coming. Nobody knows what it means. Like, we'll just yeah. go with it. Like, we yeah. know what it's going to do. We don't know what it looks like. Yeah. So I would say that this would, I would opt for a half point, but we can't give half points according to the rules. Mm-hmm. Um, so I yield to the two of you. I, I think you get this, but it's by the skin of your teeth. But yeah, it's it is more of a point close. than not a point, though. Like, if Correct. You w- yeah. I agree. And that means it's a full point right. because yes. we only yeah. do in zeros and ones mm-hmm. around these, mm-hmm. around these mm-hmm. parts. Thank you. Steven's round two pick was that the MacBook Escape would go away. Which it did. It got replaced by a, a two-port touch oh, bar. That was a good that was a good one. Yeah, that was um I mean, I think I don't know how I felt about this at the time, but even though it has happened, that was quite a a a risky pick there, I think. Like I yeah. uh, that was you were really going on one there, I think. Too bad I didn't make it my risky pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it made sense to me. The product line makes more sense now. Look, that that low end MacBook is still, or low end MacBook Pro is like still pretty wimpy. Still only has two ports, but it has a Touch Bar and Touch ID, so it is no longer the uh, machine that we knew as the MacBook Escape. My second pick is a perfect example of how wording can win you a point. On iOS 13, the iPad home screen features more than just app icons. <laughs> <laughs> we all expected it to be more mm-hmm. than just widgets. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. But what we got was widgets. So technically, yeah. I get that point, right? right? Like right. it was very because close. Because it does but feature it. more than just app icons. I mean, uh-huh. I mean, in addition to icons and widgets, there's also a there's date. A clock. <laughs> and, you there's know, a clock. There's there. a clock. So it's a, it's a lot more than just app oh, icons. Man. How good would it have been if they didn't put the widgets, but I won it because of the clock? That would have been incredible. But God, thankfully, that been good. you do get the widgets too. So, mm-hmm. uh, And we're going to talk about the iPad home screen some more later, I think. Are we? Yes. Um, mm. Now, mm. Uh, we're, at this point, round two, at the end of round two, we're all tied. One, so two points each. Uh, That's so we're, correct. We're all tied, and we go into the Ricky picks with a perfect tie and uh, basically a catastrophe for you two at this point. Um, How dare you? <laughs> well, I mean, just just look at the color in our document. Uh, so, my Ricky pick was uh, reminders gets a major update, 
parenthesis, how do we decide major dash on stage at WWDC <laughs> or we decide past that close parenthesis, not graded? Some features Federico would like to see. Now, obviously, uh, we have no way of knowing what features I would have liked to see uh, because they're not in the document and I say things. We all say things. You didn't write them down. There is no way of knowing. There is no, they, never, they were never said. Let's just go with that. Um, but yes, reminders to get a major update. It was on stage at WWDC. One of the main features of iOS and iPadOS 13 and macOS Carolina, the new reminders app. It's got uh, an all-new design. It's got the, 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 the smart lists uh, at the top of the sidebar. Uh, you can organize your lists in folders. There's all-new natural language input, a bunch of stuff, attachments, subtasks. Uh, it's all-new, and it is a major update. Uh, it's not perfect, but I use it. I like it, so it's there. It came out this year. So that's. Uh, I would say that's you know a solid two points for the Rikipik. Yeah. And yeah, for really... context, um, it was Ricky because Reminders was basically being left without an update uh, since 2013. So in, at the yep. beginning of 2019, it was six years without an update. And for that reason, we considered... Uh, as 2019 came along, like as mm-hmm. we moved through from January up to June, this was an incredibly obvious pick. But in January, it was not. Mm-hmm. like. But leading up to WWDC, everyone knew Reminders was getting an update because it became one of the big rumors. But before January, that was not the case, right? Like Otherwise, it wouldn't have been Ricky. Right. But, you know, so it, it was It was a good one. It was a very good one. I think that it was a good way to decide on, like, I think that we were smart in, in, in hindsight by saying it being on stage could... Because, like, how do you define right. major... Right, so but I think that doing the on stage part was a at least it's major to Apple. Mm-hmm. Now, Stephen, what happened here? Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen said first ARM Mac ships in 2019, and then we have a sub class here. Mike, if Stephen gets this right, I will buy you one. If the Mac Pro is an ARM Mac, I will buy you the top of the line model. Yes. Mike made I his was promise. so sure. <laughs> I was so sure that this wasn't happening. I was ready to put serious money where my mouth was because top of the line would have been $50,000. Yes, <laughs> that would have been incredible. <laughs> Stephen, Steven, Steven, what happened here? Why did you I mean, say I, this? I, I mean, clearly I was just premature on uh, mm-hmm. the RMAC timeline. Mm-hmm. So that's all there was. I still think it's possible. Sure, uh, I think it's maybe even possible in in now in 2020, but well, it did not I guess come in a minute in we're going to find out how possible you think that is. I guess that's true. So is it uh, going to make an appearance again? Yeah. So I um I lose a point. So I'm back down mm-hmm. to just one point. Mike said Apple releases an iPhone subscription service that bundles a device, Apple Care, and a selection of. <laughs> And you really went for this one. And a selection of other Apple content services into one monthly payment. Parenthesis, not just additional iCloud space. I, If I remember, I was forced to go into this. Like, to, to it couldn't just be one service. It had to be a selection. Mm. I mean, I, I will just put to the courts at this moment that if you do get an iPhone on <laughs> the upgrade program, mm. you would technically get apple tv plus 
for no, a year. No, I'm just but that's true saying for everybody. It. I'm just saying it, that that is a thing that would happen. I just wanted to say it. Mm. I do not think that I deserve the point Mm -mm. but I merely want because I tell you boys if I didn't say this we would have got a bunch of tweets about it right like right so I wanted to just say it it was a thing it was considered right but I do not win the point I cannot believe that Apple didn't do this I'm so surprised that they have not done this like I am I am convinced they still will but I, I genuinely think one of the reasons that there was no bundling this year was because they were giving away the free year of TV+. Yep. I still think they will do bundles, but they need to wait now until people will actually be buying TV+, because the majority of users right now are getting it for free, right? Um, so, I mean, like the majority of people that are using it, right? Like I know that there are more people that have iPhones than bought new iPhones, but I guarantee that the majority of TV+, Plus customers are people that got it for free for a year. Oh, um, yeah. And so I reckon, I still think this will change, but it turns out that I think because of the free TV plus year, there was no point to bundle. Mm-hmm. So, so you, Mike, you and I are tied. Mm-hmm. We are tied. Um, you know what that means? That means we have to do a coin flip. Yep. Do you want me to do it? Well, no, There's you can't some... be trusted because well, we're not tied. Me. So F- Federico uh, has to do it. Uh, I will yes, do it. Okay. And we have Siri here. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, Mike, I will let you pick what you want. Uh, heads. Mike is heads. Okay. Flip a coin. Heads. We have heads. Yes. I win. Oh, All just right. a one, just one shot. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. We do, be- we do best out of three. No, no, why would we do that? We usually We've do. Done that before. <laughs> we usually no, we do. don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> oh, you are Jesus. thinking of the one time where we had to flip a coin spot. over and over and over again <laughs> okay. because we all tied. Do you remember? At yes. WWDC? That oh, was the right. reason you yeah. remembered so many okay. coin flips okay. because I had to construct a system of coin flip knockout. Well, 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 all right. So much for the year of Steven then. Last in year, oh, spot. in the year of Stephen, he Ending loses the on Rickies. A sour note, <laughs> <laughs> the year of Stephen. Oh uh, no! Uh, what it means is twenty twenty is not the year of Stephen. No. <laughs> That's what that means. <laughs> he had yeah. all of his success in twenty nineteen and last. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! All right. Well, we do have we do have our ungraded, non graded. Yes. Mm-hmm. No, but can so you these, just these are can that, you just say it though? Who's the winner? Um, I mean, I believe there's some sort of conspiracy, but Federico won. Uh-huh. won. Congratulations, Federico! Nice, that thank mean, you. You've done that twice now in a row. Uh, the other one, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you don't manage to win any other picks. Yeah, of any well, kind, I gotta do, do better during the year. That's my problem. Yeah. <laughs> need to be more. Need to be more focused, uh-huh. um, especially the WWDC ones. Uh, so, we'll get to that. So non-graded extra picks. Mm-hmm. I said so. This is uh, splitting two. One is unfortunately very wrong, and the other is very true. Uh, Air Power is released, which you know. At all, yeah. that didn't. It didn't. didn't it, it did uh, the opposite of that. <laughs> comma. This is where things are uh, turning for me. Uh, new AirPods are released. So yes, we did get. You the got new, that twice. You got, got two of twice. Them. Uh, so it sort of uh, you know cancels out the first part of the mm-hmm. sentence because it happened uh, twice. But these are non graded, so it doesn't matter. So it doesn't matter. This has got to be your biggest regret. Th- this should have been my my Ricky. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It should. Yeah. 
It would have been awesome. Uh-huh. But my non-graded extra pick was that someone on his, Apple's executive website would leave or be fired. And we had uh, Angela and Johnny. Yeah. Both I mean, go. the first instance happened within weeks of you mm-hmm. making the pick. It was yep. kind of incredible, really. Yeah. So that was that's where Year Stephen came from. And I will always look back on it as a fond time, a time of peace and prosperity in the land. Mm-hmm. But now it's gone and Federico is king. Mm-hmm. Prepare for he's, he's the terror. Chairman now. Yes, I'm the chairman, Ricky. Uh-huh. Well, <laughs> at least for this particular instance. Um, Mike, what was your extra pick? Over-ear headphones, i.e. head pods. Mm. Something like this product, we've spoken about it, does exist, which is those new Beats, right? Like, they're, they're very much like what we would have assumed um, the head pods to be. They have noise cancelling. They have the same chip that the uh, AirPods have in them. This might be all that ever is now, I think, but uh, I was hopeful that there was, like, Apple-made, you know, like, Apple headphones, but right. that seems like not the case. I said in my second round of extra picks, uh, Shortcuts 3.0 is shown off at WWDC with the new developer framework for integration with apps. And sure enough, all of that was true. Uh, sub item, and this is very sad. I, I really cannot believe that it didn't happen. Shortcuts also gets folders, uh, which is very <laughs> wrong, very much wrong. And I can't believe that. I, I, just I really can't. cannot believe that that folders are not in. Like it, it doesn't make sense. Um, and AirPlay Actions in 2019. So I got I got that right. Uh, we do have AirPlay Actions. You can pause the speakers. You can play music. There's automations uh, powered by shortcuts for AirPlay stuff. There's a bunch of AirPlay things really. Uh, shortcuts still does not have full AirPlay 2 integration. Like you cannot control or set playback on multiple speakers at once. But, you know, still, some basic AirPlay support is in there. So that's nice. I said that uh, WWDC would introduce a multi-year plan to move the Mac and iOS closer. I think I got mm. this right on a couple of fronts. We have Mac Catalyst, which allows developers of iPad apps to spend some time and get their app uh, up and running on the Mac. And then ultimately long-term, and the move that I think matters more is SwiftUI, a new way to write uh, application interfaces and uh, you know developer stuff that will run across basically all of Apple's platforms from the watch all the way up to the TV. So uh, so yeah, I feel I feel like this one was um, was answered kind of twice over. So we'll see how any of that pans out. Right, it's still early mm-hmm. days, but uh, at least they they I think they've pointed at developers in the right direction. My last pick is one... I should have had this as my Ricky because I was very confident in it, but nobody believed that it would happen except me, that the 2019 iPhones would start at a lower price than the 2018 iPhones. What's the context on these ones? Uh, on this one, the people were complaining about the fact that the 2018 iPhones were too expensive. Yeah, the 10R was was pricey. And, I mean, so I think you won this just by the sheer fact that the 11 is cheaper than the 10R was. But also last year, if you remember, Apple was still sort of pitching the 10S as the default. Like, oh, there's also the 10R if you want it. And it turned out that the 10R sold better. And now with the 11, they've sort of refactored their their marketing. Said so the 11 is the iPhone. And if you want mm-hmm. extra stuff, you can upgrade. So I think you got it right sort of in fact and feeling. Yeah, because the, the, the reason that I was feeling strong on this was that Apple had had their bad year. 
of iPhone sales, right? These right. things have started to decline. And one of the reasons they're being said was the price change. So they started doing all that stuff around like aggressively trying to get deals for people. And I figured that it made just logical sense to bring the starting price down a little bit as a way to try and calm some some price conscious problems. All in all, I think we did a pretty solid job at predicting what 2019 would hold. Like, yeah, two of us yeah. got our rickies wrong, but like there's a lot of green in this Google Doc. Yeah, I think we did a decent job. Yeah. Yeah, we were better than we did at WWDC. Oh yeah, that's always a tragedy, basically. Where everyone had zero points. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was rough. But yeah, so good job, everybody. Congratulations, Federico. Thank you. I hope that you enjoy uh, another year of being the uh, chairman, Ricky, of the annual Rickies. See, this is what happens when you two do not conspire against me. Um, you know, a fair and balanced game. That's what people I like. Would like any. Proof, just like a shred of evidence that this is happening. If you can provide that, then maybe we can have a conversation. <laughs> that's, but that's, you know, you, you are... These are just baseless derailing claims. Derailing the conversation here. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Wow. It's just so disappointing. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Health IQ. At some point in the last couple of years, you've probably created or maintained a healthy habit, something like getting enough sleep, working out on a regular basis, or just trying to eat better. If you live a healthy lifestyle, you could be rewarded for your hard work with more affordable life insurance rates and save up to 41%. Just take the Health IQ quiz, and then they'll walk you through the entire process of applying. And the policy is underwritten by one of their top insurance partners, There will be a real person at the end of the phone who you can chat to when you have questions. And the savings are exclusive to Health IQ. You won't find them anywhere else, but you must qualify to get that special rate. A couple of years ago, I really got serious about my diet, cutting things out I didn't need that weren't good for me, and and partnering that with going to the gym on a regular basis. Honestly, I feel better than I ever have. That sort of stuff is important, and it's something that you can focus on in the new year. To see if you qualify, go to healthiq.com slash connected to take the proprietary Health IQ quiz. Depending upon your score, as well as other related qualifying factors, you can save up to 41% on your life insurance premiums compared to other providers. Again, that's healthiq.com slash connected to let them know that we sent you and to start the process with the Health IQ quiz. There's no commitment. You'll learn even more about potential opportunities to be rewarded for your commitment to living healthy at healthiq.com slash connected. Our thanks to Health IQ for their support of this show and all of Relay FM. I would like to take this moment to review all of the victories that have occurred over the last year for no particular reason than to mm. say we had five sets of predictions throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And your boy over here won three of them. Mm-hmm. Who? Me. Mm-hmm. Oh. And Federico lost all of them except this one. <laughs> right. He just wants. He just wants to to publicly demonstrate what I was just talking about. Uh, the the fact, the fact that, the, that I'm better at predictions during than you? the year when I take my eye off the ball, uh, conspiracy happens. 
This no, is what you just said is it's your own fault. You just said it's your own well, fault. You I did said not you say took that. your eye off the ball. That. You said that. So I, no, I didn't tell you to take your eye off the ball. I you did not did say it. that. It was a temporary taking the eye off. It was like a temporary <laughs> distraction. You know, the conspiracy now that sticks around. That's permanent, right? And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm. See, throughout the entire year, I've also never come last. Well, that's father just proof. By just by a coin toss this time. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to incriminate yourself. I also won all of WWDC by coin tosses, but you know that's the rules that we decided. That, that's not a victory. That's just just fortune. You're just you're it's very gambling. fortunate. You're very <laughs> yes. You're good at gambling. You should go to Vegas, not to WWDC. Whoever won WWDC won by fortune, right? No matter what happened. <laughs> but I won two other sets of predictions based on my big brain and intellect, well, which was the March wow. Media event and the audio predictions. It is your very big brain that I cleared up on both of those. I won the September iPhone event. I feel like that's yep. that's a very important event, so I'm proud of that victory. It it doesn't really take the sting out of coming last in the annual predictions, but I'll, I'll hold my head high for September. So I'm just going to say, whilst Federico may have won uh, the 2019 annual predictions, that is why I call myself King Ricky for the year, because I won the majority uh, of yeah. the Rickies that Mon- occurred. Monarchy oh. match, Mike? Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How's that working out? Mm-hmm. Great, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, it does have a point. A monarchy is fine. There's no problem with the monarchy. That's the one part of this country that is running okay. All right, so it, it is time to lay our cards on the table for 2020 and federico since you just won you get to go first all right oh, this will be fun so um this may as well so uh here's a question we are recording this before the end of 2019 uh, right that's true and thanks to yes. the magic of podcasting it'll be out at the very beginning of 2020 now yep january 1st what happens if what i'm about to say takes place before <laughs> nothing oh. like you you win the point like i get the point. anything we I are doing so. it now we are committing it now to audio all right the three of us will all agree on it right like if it happens tomorrow it just happens tomorrow okay and that's yeah that. okay perfect. i think i agree with that yeah perfect so my first pick uh prediction is unless yes you cheated how how am i supposed i don't know maybe you got a press release N- no yeah no. you're you're ahead of you're ahead of us in time zones no Do you know something we, no, we don't know that's yet? not how it works steven apple is Could based work. in the u.s um so you know press releases come out um in the USA. usa usa also i should say i have absolutely no inside knowledge on this i have no idea what is going on i know it's something that in theory is supposed to happen and that is why it is my prediction so Apple will name a successor to Steve Dowling, former head of PR at Apple. I just want to state, this is the most boring pick Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. of any pick we have ever done. So what? I just want to say, there is no problem in that. I just wanted to say This is a person that used to be on the Apple leadership page, you know, with all the other executives. I don't know what the correct title is. I'm guessing uh, VP of Communications, maybe? I don't know. I would like, personally, mm-hmm. just saying, some clarification around how we score this. What I would want is how this person is named. How do the, how does the world find out about this head of PR? It becomes known publicly. So whether Apple announces it with a press release or puts a new face on the website or a report from Bloomberg 
uh, or some other publication comes out saying this is the executive now in charge, this is the person now in charge of Apple PR, and other journalists can corroborate their information and it becomes known that that person is indeed the head of Apple PR. And I mean, if you just go to any Apple event, you will see the person in charge of Apple PR. You know, it's a person usually next to the CEO, you know, that kind of stuff. So it becomes well known that a new person has been appointed as a head of Apple PR. I just think that it's something that has to happen because I I believe when Steve Dowling resigned from Apple months ago, uh, and I mean, at this very moment, Apple is still sort of using Phil Schiller as a fill-in for this job. (laughs) The fill-in. Yes. So (laughs) I just think it needs to happen. You know, what what do you guys think? Does does that criteria make sense? Like we just get to know at some point? So I have I have named I have written it down thusly, either named by Apple officially, yes, or is reported by more than one outlet that a person has been appointed. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, cool. I think that works. I mean, this one does feel. I mean, obviously, the first two rounds, these are picks that can just be givens, right? Like these are just like free for all. We get in there first, and whoever gets their picks in there first, although technically Federico. If he wanted to take either mine or Steven's pick, he can do that as the person, as the winner, because he is essentially can pick first, right? right? That's the way it will go. But like Federico made his picks the way he made them. These are not Rickies, right? So they can be things that would seem completely obvious. In fact, if we're playing the game right, all of these things in rounds one and two should be obvious to all of us. If anyone is going, really? Then maybe we've picked incorrectly. I mean, I right? have I have questions about your next pick, but okay. Really? Okay. Yes. My yes, pick is my pick is that a twenty the twenty twenty iPhone line will feature at least one five G phone. Nope. What? No. You see, you think it's not. Think no? It's not near ready. Like yes, it is. No, yes, like, it is. It's totally fine in you Europe. You know that like T-Mobile have rolled five G out along all of America. No one, a no, no one's on T-Mobile. But it doesn't matter. And it's it's not even the good five G. Like it's it's. It does, but I'm not saying what kind of five G. Like do you you don't think that a 2020 iPhone would at least be five G compatible? No. Please make a note. Stephen is highly skeptical of this. Please add it to the document. No. I'll make that note. 5G really isn't... I mean, yes, there's T-Mobile, but the good 5G is not here and that they're a minor carrier. Two, well, I guess the good thing is America is the only country in the world, right? Two, <laughs> Apple is never early on networking stuff. Yeah, and they would be very late. <laughs> there are, like, every competitor of oh, theirs has 5G fun. phones available. Yeah, but no, one, but no one buys them because of reason number one. No one's buying the Samsung one. No one's buying the OnePlus one. You in America. <laughs> People are buying them out in Do Europe. You know, 5G exists <laughs> in Europe. How, wide, how widespread is 5G in Europe, Mike? Very, very in, much okay. so. <laughs> in the United Kingdom... 5G is turned on in a lot of places. In the entire city of London, there is coverage. Okay, oh, one city. I'm a, my current plan oh already has 5G and I'm not using it. And it was given to me for free by my carrier. Apple is slow to these things. <laughs> Number three, all the chipsets that we've seen so far are run really hot and very power hungry. That's your best point in, in this discussion. All right, let me just say, because it's not just one city. London, Birmingham, Manchester, Bristol, Leicester, Edinburgh, Belfast, Cardiff, Coventry. They are the biggest cities. In- those places are all, you could have made up half of those. Do you want the coverage checker <laughs> that I just looked at? 
every phone that has this is enormous and and hot with bad battery life. So the question is, do we believe in nine months that either Qualcomm and or Apple's now owned Intel like chip team are going to have a 5G chip that Apple wants to use and they can make them at enough numbers to support an iPhone? Remember, this past year, we got an additional four to five hours of battery life across the iPhone range. I don't think Apple can eat into that a year later. So like, unless they have some like magic wizardry up their sleeves. When LTE was introduced, Apple said it made battery life worse and you could choose to turn it off. I just, I don't, I don't. I don't they, did this, they did that with 3G, they did it with LTE, they could do it again with 5G. Uh, I'm a skeptic. I'm a 5G skeptic. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm like super, like, as Tim would say, bullish on 5G as a thing. Please don't use uh, the word. But I just think that 2020 will be the year that Apple goes to 5G. Wait, what was bullish again? Bullish means like that bullish is like you're excited you hit up with the bullhorns right and bear is like you attack down right so bearish is so, not it's good so bullish stupid. is good i love it it's the, it's it doesn't the make thing. sense you still attack yes. though so do you attack but it, 5G? bears attack downwards and and bulls attack upwards uh, who, who says that attacking downwards is bad and upwards is good no, but it's just merely to indicate up and down. It's not about the. the I've I've confused things We've by talking about before, attacking right? so much. But like, yeah, <laughs> bullish is up, bearish is down. Yeah, we've had this exact conversation before <laughs> many times. <laughs> okay, so I've, I have a question. You say at least one five G phone. So, like, how in your mind, how do you see Apple doing this? That at least one iPhone supports five G. Like, you can buy an iPhone with five G. Is it cost more than the regular LTE phones? Could do, probably, but um, it's not going in my pick. Is it just, or is it like just the Max has 5G and Maybe. the others don't? Like, I mean, you have you have some idea here, I'm sure. My idea would be that if that if it's not all of them, it will be like one of them, right? That like it's probably the Max, right? But this isn't going in my pick. It's just my thinking. Sure, of course. If yeah. they don't introduce it to the entire line, I believe that there will be a phone that has it. The the, the eleven to the twelve or whatever places the eleven, I do not think will have five G. Right. Okay. I think that that will be not in that line. It will be in the pro line. So the iPhone eleven S Pro Max five G. Sure, but I don't think Apple will put five G in the name. I don't know about that. Never bet against a good naming decision from Apple. <laughs> You know what? Actually, I've just changed my <laughs> no, point. If they get the ability to make the naming more confusing, they will take it. So they probably will do that. I'm putting in uh, iPhone 11S <laughs> Pro Max. Max 5G. That's a terrible name. <laughs> but it's if you're so correct, Apple, my though. word. It's the iPhone 11S Pro Max 5G. Yeah. I just want to just, Federico, you. You think that I'm right on this one, right? Yes, I think you are. Cool. I just wanted to have... Because Steven is so skeptical, I don't want to be the crazy one, right? Mm. So I just wanted to make sure at this point that even if I'm wrong, I'm not wrong on no, my No, no, no. I think it'll happen. I think uh, lots of Android phones have 5G at this point. It's No, it's like very, three, three Android phones have It's 5G. widespread in all major European cities and elsewhere. I believe in Asia too. The rollout is going well, so I like it. This is a the classic case of American exceptionalism. They do nothing <laughs> because it's not good in America. Therefore, it's not good anywhere else. But we'll see how USA. this goes. Maybe for USA. once, you guys will be right. I want to just say, like when LTE, like four G came around, it was yeah. the same deal. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. very good in Europe and not good in America. Yep. Yes, but Apple still moved to it. 
of all people, Steven, you should know your history. That was a much more uh, uh, tumultuous pick than I was expecting. Yeah, I was not expecting was we would talk though. about that for it so long. It was fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let me uh, settle it down a little bit. And I think this is one we can most people can probably agree on mm-hmm. is that we will see a 14-inch MacBook Pro. In short, the 13-inch MacBook Pro will get the 16-inch MacBook treatment and be a little bit bigger. Well, so here is here's the question. You are, you are making this pick that the screen gets bigger, right? That That is the actual pick. I'm not saying it'll be 14.0 inches, but I'm saying that it will get a larger screen. Okay. I mean, you can call... I am just surprised that the... Not surprised, actually. I am, like, questioning now if they will actually make the screen bigger or if they'll just make the changes to it. So I've got some some reasons to this. Uh, One, I think that they would like to make the 13-inch MacBook Pro more powerful. And to do that, basically, you've got to make it bigger. Like you want to make the whole thing physically bigger, is what you mean? Right. So you can manage the better cooling because the 13-inch MacBook Pro just has the integrated Intel graphics. It's, I think, tops out at six cores right now. Um, and, and honestly, like the 13 inch MacBook Pro is, runs pretty hot now. And, uh, I think they would want to apply the, the cooling system that's in the 16 inch, like adapt that to that smaller form factor. And I think, I think it makes sense for Apple to, to have a bigger divide between the MacBook Air and the MacBook Pro. This and, is why I would assume it would happen is for that reason, yeah. right? That like, there needs to be more of an, even a visual differentiation between those two computers and a bigger screen would do it because they're pretty similar in footprint they're exactly the same and in weight they're pretty close but you know side by side they look just one has a touch bar and one doesn't basically so i think it makes sense for them to to have a little distance between those machines so yeah 13 inch macbook pro will gain a larger screen is the wording that i'm choosing i think that's a good thing to avoid it that way in case it gets to like 13 point Nine. Right, because because honestly, that if they do it, the the fifteen inch was already was fifteen point four to sixteen, and so this actually would be thirteen point nine inches if they sort of keep it all in proportion. So mm. we would call it the fourteen inch MacBook Pro, just like we call, we round. It's stupid. Like some products names get rounded down, and some get up. So like the the eleven inch MacBook Air was really eleven point six inches, but well, unless it's an iPad, which. We refuse to round, and it's just a 12.9-inch iPad Pro. I hate that. I hate that. Which is really a 13-inch iPad Pro. I you wish know, they so. would just call it the 13-inch iPad Pro. It would be so much easier. It's very confusing. So I think that 13-inch MacBook Pro will, will uh, get a little bigger. Bigger and beefier. It's got to buff up. All right, so that's round one. So my pick for round two is the following. At least one of the 2020 iPhones will have a higher refresh rate display what we've come to know as ProMotion on the iPad Pro. I don't know if Apple will reuse the same ProMotion name. It'd be weird mm. if they didn't. I just think, yeah, that I think they've they, got to. Yeah, they have to. <laughs> well, uh, unless they want to call it like the Super Hyper sure, Retina exactly. Fast Display. Sure, like which something like I that. would actually 5G. think they would be more likely to do that. Yeah, 5G. So The iPhone 11s Pro Max 5G with the Super High Fast Retina Display. That's the full name that of the to product. me seems very likely. I just think that at least one of the new phones, and I mean, this is just my personal theory. Uh, really, the iPhones Pro should have it uh, because it's right there. It's a Pro feature. It should be on a Pro phone. Uh, at least one of them will have a higher refresh rate display. We were expecting this feature in the 2019 iPhones. 
I think it's time that Apple make this a feature of an iPhone in 2020. Yep. It feels like it's becoming, it's starting to become table stakes mm -hmm. for a phone now. Um, is it is like, again, you could, I know that I think we do this a lot on this show. I think it's valid, but I don't understand why people would think it might not be. It's like comparing what Android phones are doing. But I think history has shown that if something really catches on in the Android market and it doesn't go away, that Apple will try and find some way to do a version of that thing, right? Like with the, the key one of these being larger screens, right? That like Apple got there eventually. And I think that this one, there is so much smoke around this one in the fact that Apple already believes that this is a thing that should exist because they already sell an iOS device that has this feature that it seems wild that they would not do this for the iPhone. And I am pretty on board with this because I would have I would have wagered that they would have done it in 2019. So I think this one makes a lot of sense. All right. I, uh, I agree. It seems like it's time. All right. Definitely. How about you, Mike? The iPad Pro line is updated before the iPhone of a hardware feature that's new to iOS. So can you clarify here? Um, yeah. Two things. A hardware feature... And mm -hmm. that's new to iOS. I mean, um, iPad runs iPadOS now, but what you mean okay, is a feature... Basically, it's that the iPhone doesn't have before oh, the iPhone right, gets it. Right, got it. So it's the, your phrasing is correct. Okay, yes. Yeah. That's why I said it that way, because I kind of just... It just seemed like the most the easiest way to say it. But um, yeah, so I, I'm basically bouncing on rumors that have been going around for a while that the iPad Pro is going to get a new camera module that includes the... Um, like the 3D sensing camera thing, right? That can right. be better for AR before the iPhone gets it. I think it makes sense that they would, Apple would want to have this hardware, if it's meant to be that much better for AR, right? That it can do like the 3D, is it called time of flight? Is that what those sensors are called? Yeah, I think so. Uh, yeah. Right? That they would want to have this available to developers before it comes to the iPhone. So when it when the iPhone debuts with this feature, it's, it's you know, it's more prevalent. Um, I I do feel like the at least an iPad Pro is going to get updated before the iPhone this year. I don't know if they will do both of them, right? But I feel like that is likely to happen before September. Um, and if they do it and they've got this new camera module and it's going to have these new sensors that they want to have in the devices going forward, it would make sense to do it here first, especially because it's not that exciting that you're ruining a feature of the iPhone by putting it in the iPad first, right? It's, you know, like, for example, if Face ID had come to the iPad first, it would have been like, oh, you've, like, taken the wind out of the iPhone sales. Mm -hmm. But a time-of-flight sensor in the camera module is, like, you're not going to like upset people that the that the iPad gets it beforehand and there really is only upside to doing this by being able to put this technology in developers hands before the iPhone gets it. Yeah, I mean we talked about this before. I think it makes sense especially in the context of if it's a technology that requires developer support, you can talk about it at WWDC. You can have sessions and you can have developers prepare mm -hmm. and actually write code and know how it's going to work and suddenly Magically, in September, when the new iPhones also have the same camera, developers already know what to expect in terms of adoption. But I've learned from picks in the past, and I didn't talk about the specific sensor that I'm referring to mm -hmm. in my pick, mm -hmm. uh, on the off chance that it is something that, that is new to the iPad Pro right. before the iPhone gets it. Right. No, I get it. Um, so, like, like yeah. depending on how charitable 
my co-hosts are, any new iPad Pro hardware feature could get me this pick, right? You've left it pretty vague. I just wanted to say that now. Like, for example, if the Apple Pencil had never existed, I would technically win that pick, right? If the Apple Pencil never existed and the Apple Pencil existed, then I would win the pick. Federico. Steven. Yes. Is this specific enough for you? Um, you have to whisper so we can't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> well, so here's... here's uh, We're not whispering. whispering. I can hear you. I'm whispering now. This is the worst kind of ASMR because on it's, podcast. It's also terrible for anybody that uses silent skipping or smart yes. speed. Uh, right? so, Choose through your sentences. Okay. Uh, it's, a, it's a good pick in the context of it's something that we can reevaluate at the end of the year because it, it depends on the iPhone the new iPhones getting released. But now I think so here's my problem. I don't think if a new iPad only accessory comes out this should qualify because you I think we can specify this to with an addendum of provided that this feature is not very clearly iPad only. Mm. Right. Mm. So like well, well the examples mm. that I'm using like with the Apple Pencil and the smart keyboard, right? Like, we could have said, that's not coming to the iPhone. Right, yeah. Well, so maybe maybe we could word it that way, but what if we said something that is doesn't show up in the 2020 iPhones? No, I don't want that pick to be... I don't want the pick to be that way. Because, like, for example... But, but other than that, we can't for really example, grade it. We can't no, really grade Pro it ProMotion, when that came out, everyone assumed the iPhone would get it. Yeah, but we can really grade it. That's the point. We can, we can gra- grade it. Of course we can grade it. No, because it. what if like <laughs> the iPad Pro gets mini LED, right? But the mm. 2020 iPhone doesn't, but the iPhone gets it in 2021. There's no way right, that but we... you see mini LED, I would say, I, I, but in my way, I'm thinking about this, that counts because we all know that the iPhone's going to get that. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That is where it's too wishy-washy because mm. we can't, it, it, that's like a second, you're, you're basically creating a secondary like internal pick. Well, I could say then, I could yeah. refine the entire pick to say the iPad Pro line is updated before the iPhone with a hardware feature that could conceivably come to the iPhone. Or or a hardware feature that is not on any current iPhone. Mm. Yeah, okay. Mm. Does that work? Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Okay. And then by the time we grade this in one year, that will include the new iPhone. So yes. like yeah. I think that works on both sides. Yeah. Yep, I love that. Okay. Thank you. So by the time we grade it next year, if the iPad Pro was updated in, in June 2020 with a feature that is also in the 2020 iPhone, it's still got it before the new iPhones. Yep. So it yep. still counts. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So really that is that that was pro Ricky work there. It took us well a minute done. to get there, but I think we Yeah, we but got no, there. we've we've really refined that and made it like a much better pick uh-huh. than it was even originally. All right. I'm job. gonna go to the Apple service as well, which I found really interesting that neither of you picked anything so far with Apple services. I thought about it, and then I decided that it was too risky. Uh, I'm going to say that Apple will launch its own podcast content. (sighs) So on the one hand, I think you may be right, because podcast content takes uh, less time 
and money to produce. Well, hold on. <laughs> to produce the morning show, like it's easier. C? I <laughs> yes, mean, I'm kidding. You look I'm at kidding. C, right? Like, God knows how many million dollars per Conceivably, episode. a show, uh, any any podcast is cheaper than the most expensive television show of all like, time. Like, yes. I don't think there will be people like using a cheap USB microphone from Amazon recording Apple Originals in Cupertino. They will use Still, Beats headphones, though. So, s- sure. You know. Still, mm-hmm. though, I. I so here's my problem. On the one hand, I think it's the, like the time frame makes sense. Oh, but also, Apple is kind of slow with these things. Like, you know, they, they don't rush things and they're still hiring people now. Yeah. So it's, um, they can make it happen. But I think if you get this point, you will get it in the fall of 2020. Yeah, I mean, because like the funny thing you say, like they're still hiring people now. They are hiring people. We don't know what those people are being hired sure, for. Sure, sure. People are guessing what these people are being hired for based on track records. And that's just the people we know about, right? If you have some sort of content deal with Apple, that may be private until their stuff is out, right? So mm-hmm. I think it just makes I think it makes sense. I think it fits with the rest of what they're doing. I am putting no qualifiers on this, if they're paid or free, if they're Apple Podcasts uh-huh. only, if they're actually podcasts with RSS feeds. I'm saying nothing about any of that at this time, just that they will have their own content. So I guess the way that we will judge it is that Apple announces here is this... Mm, okay, wait. What? Not Oprah. You, you're putting a qualifier in it that I'm not. Oprah has already announced that this that she would... Yes, the, the deal... Is that true? ...that Apple yeah. did with Oprah includes podcasts. Are you sure? It includes any type of content. Okay. Right? So I will say uh, beyond Oprah. Because that the Oprah deal is like overarching for okay. everything if she makes a paper airplane apple gets rights to it so yes okay like, fair. So, that's fair okay i think I, that I, it I just has to remember yeah so i'm not up on my oprah content deals <laughs> opera on the oprah oh god okay so yeah just to confirm this one it's like any any content that is coming from apple mm-hmm. uh is said to be they, they promote as such um, is a new show, yeah. a new podcast, consumed in any way that podcasts can be consumed, whether that's on Apple's own service or widely available. Right, it's cool. I'm cool with that. Cool. Okay. Well, that is round one and round two. We've had some arguments. Mm. We've had some some laughs. We've had some tears. We've had some constructive uh, criticism, and and, mm-hmm. and we've worked together. We're going to take a quick break to talk about Hover, one of this show's longest running sponsors. When you have that big idea for a new company or a new project, where do you go? How do you get started? For a lot of us, Hover is that big leap because your business starts with a domain name. Hover has over 300 domain name extensions to choose from. No matter what you build, there's a domain name waiting for it. Hover has excellent technical support. So if you have questions or you run into an issue, uh, they're going to help you because they're dedicated to getting you online, not upselling you for stuff that you don't need. Hover has a bunch of awesome stuff. Free who is privacy, so the bad guys don't see your info. Really clean user experiences when you're searching for domains or checking checking out. And monthly sales on popular top-level domains. It's easy to see why Hover is the popular choice for people starting businesses. Anytime I am starting a new project, my search starts at Hover. All my domains are there, and they have been for a really, really long time. Buy your domain and start using it today. Go to hover.com slash connected and get a 10% discount on all new purchases. That URL one more time, 
hover.com slash connected. Make a name for yourself with Hover. Our thanks to Hover for the support of this show and Relay FM. It's time for the Ricky Picks, and I will remind our listeners that, as you have seen from just today's grading, the picks can come down to the Rickies. You can do as well as you like in round one and two, but if you get your Ricky wrong, it can spell game over for you. Mm-hmm. They very Federico. often come down to the Rickies. <laughs> it pretty much always comes down to the Rickies. If you don't get your Ricky right, you can't win. Yeah, unless everybody loses, right? And then we then then the coin rules out amongst everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we should make coins, but anyway, we should make Ricky coins. Write mm-hmm. that down. Someone has to write that down. Ricky coins, okay. special Ricky coins. Connected. Come on! At this point, isn't that a great merchandise idea? Ricky the official Ricky coin. Coins. Can we use the likeness of somebody called Ricky on this merchandise? We'll see. Will, will anyone? <laughs> that feels like a lot of like a, like a lot of weight to put on this individual I know, person. I know, but it's for the greater good. Anyway. No, I mean like that. Anyway, we're giving away a lot of branding space. Yes. To this one person called Ricky. I know. Yeah. What if the name's Richard? I mean, it's, it's not a well, Ricky. It, they, it needs to be known as Ricky. Uh, anyway. We could call them then the Richard Pitchard. Anyway, no. so we, yeah. uh, the Federico. Yes. Can you please tell us your Ricky for the entire year of 2020? I will probably need help with phrasing here, but here's what my Ricky pick is. I believe Apple will release at least one new pro app, one new pro application for iPad that we haven't previously seen on the platform. So, what does pro app mean? Okay, so this is where I need help. Um, well, first, there's the sort of uh, we'll know it when we see it kind of rule. <laughs> like, uh, if a new version of Clips comes out, I don't think we will consider that a pro app. Something no, that's not new on the platform. But it's also not new on the platform. But like something along those lines, like a new, you know, like utility, like clips, like maybe you can make, well, that used to exist, like holiday cards. Uh, that used to be a thing. But that's mm-hmm. not a pro app, right? Uh, something that is widely accepted to be a professional well, the tool. The easy ones are Xcode, exactly. Final Cut, Logic. The easy ones right? are They're those easy. three. They, we know those, right? Like uh, that's given. If a new version web, of yes. Swift Playgrounds comes out, doesn't count because we already mm-hmm. have Swift Playgrounds. Uh, mm-hmm. But something for Swift UI, maybe. Something for Swift UI should be considered a pro app. Uh, so anything that... Well, but here's the question. Swift Playgrounds, a pro app? I don't think it was pitched well, as a professional application. Well, I mean, that's debatable, though. Like, you can run actual code and, and like... Right, but that wasn't what Apple told you you could yeah, do. Yeah, Apple, Apple called it educational, right? Yeah, and I wouldn't call that... I wouldn't... With yeah. the way it was, like, shown off, Swift Playgrounds was not a professional app. It was an educational Agreed. tool. Agreed. Um, but then Steve Charlton-Smith... Like, it's like, would we call, I don't know, News Plus a mm. pro app? He dug in there and found some stuff. All right. right? Like... Uh, well, again, as I said, this should be widely accepted to be a pro app in that case. I mean, if it's Logic or Final Cut or Xcode, um, yeah. But yeah, if it's a new app that we haven't, like, that we've never seen, that will have to be discussed. Like, is that? And I guess professional apps, like a real easy qualifier, is like they are used to produce work-based materials. Yeah, right. But also, like, that's an easy one. Another, another. Um, 
potential issue here is what happens if Apple releases like a watered-down version of those three existing Pro apps. That, and I believe in it, even if they don't have all the features of Logic Pro 10, I don't think that I don't think we can uh, we should judge this on features. Like right. so, if if Apple release a version of Logic but strip out half of the stuff, it doesn't matter. Like they right. they released what is considered a professional application yeah. on the platform. Yeah, we can criticize it as much as we want, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. right, it's like nobody like when when uh, Apple went from Logic Seven to Logic Pro, people had complaints about it, but we all knew. Oh, the Final Cut, sorry. But, like, we all knew it was Final Cut, right? Like, it was still a version of Final Cut. It just wasn't what people wanted. Right. So, yeah, if Apple releases either uh, one of those three that we that we haven't seen on, on iPad before or something new comes out that is still widely considered to be a pro app and it needs to happen on iPad. So if Apple only brings out Logic and for some reason it's only on the iPhone... Uh, <laughs> this doesn't count. It needs to be on the iPad. It doesn't have to be iPad. X code for iPod Touch. It doesn't have to be iPad only. So here's Just what also I want to specify. It can be universal, but it needs to be on the iPad. This one might be difficult to judge, but I'm happy with where it is mm. in your pick. Mm. But it might, this one might take a bit of um, voting to get right. I agree with Federico. I think I think between the three of us, we could we could answer the question if an app is pro or not. So mm-hmm. I like this pick, Federico, because like I, I saw this and, and viewed it as risky because Apple has really done nothing as far as pro apps on the iPad. So yeah. Yeah. it'd be a good, good time to start. Yeah, but I think it's something they're also aware of. And I, I don't know if Apple is in a position where they want to concede this space to third-party developers. So I think it's about time that they sort of jump into this market. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. As I get closer to reading out my pick, I feel less confident in it. But mm. yeah, it's too late now. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. My Ricky is that the notch on the iPhone will get physically smaller in the 2020 iPhone line. Okay, so the first part of the sentence is okay. I want you to specify in the 2020 iPhone line. What does that mean? One of the phones will have a smaller notch. So one of the 2020 iPhones... Mm-hmm will have a smaller notch. It doesn't so yep. it doesn't matter if it's like the new SE and for some reason it's got a smaller notch, you will still get the point, right? Well the SE doesn't have a notch. Well what do you know? We don't know that. You don't I mean know if there's that? a new one. Oh, okay. Right? Like if there's yeah, a new Yeah I'm gonna go with that. Okay. okay. So, there is an iPhone that has a smaller notch. There is a new iPhone okay. in twenty twenty with a smaller notch. Than any phone that we currently have. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right? Okay. That feels risky. <laughs> That's very risky, Mike. Do you want to know why I'm, I'm... I mean, you probably guess it, but you, you do you want to know why I'm making this bet? Because all other the notch an, is, Android phones is ugly. are making it Well, smaller. it's just that the, the, the thinking is, the perceived thinking, is that the next iPhone will feature a new hardware design. And I think one of the things that Apple should do is try and, over time, make the notch smaller anyway. So if they do something to make it smaller that would be great the other thing is thank you for pointing this out if the if the se does take the iphone 10 design we believe it will not have face id so it in theory does not need to have a notch as large it will still have one because i think apple will want it to still have one uh, but it won't need to be as large and 
from what I understand about the way apps are designed these days, the notch can kind of be any size anyway because you're not supposed to put anything up there. So it doesn't really matter. So I don't know. That's my thinking. We'll see. But I think that it will be... If Apple really wants to, like... If the reason they're redesigning the iPhone for 2020 is to excite people again about the iPhone, making the notch smaller would help that, I think. It would make the existing phones look old immediately, and that's yep. a powerful thing. Man, that's that's bold, Mike. I might need to get the old calipers out on this one, but... Uh... <laughs> I am leaning into this Apple podcast business. Mm. My Ricky pick is that the Apple Podcast app will launch on Android. This is potentially the least Ricky of the three, but it is still Ricky. Yeah, I think because so. Because there is a lot of stuff that has to happen before this happens. Like what? Well, Apple has to, one, have their own original podcasts this year. Right? I, I'm, that's not part of this, Ricky. I'm just saying the app will launch on Android. No, I'm just saying, like, for, in, my, in my thinking, and it's you're not thinking... it's part of the Ricky. Like, for okay. Apple to do this... Right, they would need original content. There would need to be a reason to do it in which they haven't already done it before. And original content would be the obvious reason. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that. And, yeah, yeah. But even more than that, the original content has to only be available in the Apple Podcast app because otherwise they don't need to launch the Apple Podcast app on Android mm -hmm. if you can get the podcasts anywhere. And I think the main reason is they have to have a reason to want to charge you because otherwise, what's the point? So that's my thinking. Like there, there are a few things that have to happen for this to happen the fact that you can now get apple Podcasts and the amazon echo leans in your favor a little bit on this one yeah but still to launch it on the echo before android phones is a weird thing to do if you're going to do it um because they launched yeah they launched there the same day spotify did and and apple's number one competitor in the podcast market share is spotify yeah, and Spotify is on Android, obviously, and you, you have some Android clients, and and we have friends mm -hmm. who make them, and there there's some good options on Android, but I think that I agree with you that this, if Apple does their own content, this is far more likely, but I can also just see a world where Apple wants to retain its dominance over the podcast market, and Spotify is growing quickly, and on Android, there's no one to cap their growth. And Apple's the only one who could. And so maybe they would do it just defensively against Spotify. I think it's way more likely once there's original content. But um, this just feels like, like I just have a feeling that this is something that we could see this year. And so I'm just yeah, I'm see, swinging the for the thing fences. Is, I'm just not sure if it is – like if there's no original content and it mm -hmm. is – like I just don't know if Apple podcasts would make an effect on Android. Otherwise. Well, so there's a lot of – and like this is sort of a weird thing to talk about. There's a lot of research that shows that most podcast listening habits on iPhone and there's not very much listening on, on Android. And you can make a lot of assumptions about why that is. We're going to leave that conversation to the side because I think a lot of those conversations get ugly really quickly. But I think that as Spotify grows – that I mean, they're going to grow on iOS, but there's there's fewer limitations on them on Android, and maybe so Spotify be will be the place that thing, right? Like where a lot of people think that podcasts only exist uh, on the iPhone because everyone says to find it on Apple Podcasts, right? Some people would would be learning that podcasts exist on Android at all when this happened, and and I think it helps solidify them as the biggest player, and I think it makes a lot of sense from Apple's perspective in a bunch of different bunch of different ways and 
the other thing that made me feel opti- you know optimistic about this pick is that they built TV apps for other people's televisions. Now they are charging for that content to your point, but they're willing current Apple is willing to put their software on other people's platforms and that's not something they've ever done outside of iTunes. So like it just feels like there's a bunch of angles into this. They did it first in the modern era with Apple Music. Right, which exists I mean Beats was on Yes, yeah, so they updated Beats basically to make it an Apple Music client. But like the that started the trend of like, all right, we have a service and we want people to pay for it. Yeah. So we'll put it as in as many places as we can get it. And it's the same that followed with TV. Yeah. That's why it's like I only really see this happening if they have a way to to make revenue gain. Yeah. We'll so see. We'll see. We'll see. That's why I think this is risky, because I think it's not a simple thing. Because if it was simple, they would have done it already. I think there has to be a business case for them to want to do this. Because you could argue that Apple Podcasts on the iPhone, if there is no reason for Apple to make money, is a potential selling point of the iPhone to some people. Mm. And if you put the Apple Podcast app and there is no financial incentive to them, then why put it there? This is why I think it's risky. No, it's all good points. So. We will see how this goes, just like everything else. So we will wrap this up with our non-graded pick. So these picks don't affect... I think we should rename these to the flex picks. The flex picks? Yeah, because this is purely flexing. This is all this is. I kind of like it. Because there's no points for them. And all we're doing here is just like trying to show how big our brains are, right? Like, oh, look how smart I am. The flexies. The The flexies. Yes, the flexies. The flexies. (laughs) Let's do it. The flexies. No points are awarded for the flexies, uh, but flex. they they yes. are they are purely so you know we can. That's how I mean because this is how the year of Stephen was born. It was a flexi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm gonna try my hand again at this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you keep coming back to it <laughs> again. Two part sentence. Um, shortcuts will gain folders, <laughs> and or. See, uh, and or uh, new ways to run shortcuts. So what I'm thinking of, I mean, besides folders, uh, what I'm thinking of is uh, maybe running shortcuts from the home screen is different and doesn't require that you launch the um, shortcuts app anymore. Maybe uh, there'll be something like uh, system-wide keyboard shortcuts to run a specific shortcut from a keyboard. Or maybe you will be able to to pin uh, specific shortcuts to the files app as quick actions. Uh, there's a column view. Uh, there's an inspector now in files. On the Mac, you can uh, make your own quick actions. And I believe you should be able to make your own quick actions uh, powered by shortcuts for files on iOS and iPadOS as well. So uh, either, uh, either um, you know, ideally there should be both of these features. So both folders and new ways to run shortcuts. Uh, but I'm skeptical about folders, and I think maybe we'll just get some new ways to run shortcuts. Uh. Federico, I really want to have this conversation with you, but we have to pause for a moment. Because literally five minutes ago, the uh, newspaper, the Memphis Flyer, tweeted the following. The 5G network, 20 times faster than the current 4G network, is now available on certain devices in parts of downtown, Midtown, Cooper Young, and East Memphis. Oh, no. Literally, as the, the show is happening, the, the 5G network got turned on in yeah, Stevenstown. It's Verizon, too, not T-Mobile. Those are the 
bad parts of town. You know, it's all about West Memphis. We all know that. So who cares about <laughs> East Memphis? So what about South Memphis? What about West you know? Memphis is a place. Those are places. How'd you feel now? My neighborhood is listed in those. I won't say which one, mm-hmm. but I definitely live in one of those areas. Um, How'd you feel? Do you feel literally any different to what you felt earlier on in the show? <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> we'll see. I, this is honestly the best piece of follow-up that's ever happened to me. <laughs> wow. Ever? It's real time. Yeah. In I se- can't think of a piece of follow-up of show, that has made me feel happier than what has just occurred. Because it's happened during the show. During the show, it happened. Look, it may. It, we've all been wrong. We've all been mm-hmm. right. Time will tell which one I am. Yeah, I know. But like for right now, this feels really good because you're know. like, oh, what towns have it? Like yours now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my, my neighborhood is in that tweet. All right. Anyway, so Federico, I am with you on like you repick this one because they've got to put folders in that application. Why haven't they put folders in? Or just no, any way. Of categorizing the shortcuts. Yeah. Just like sort, anyway. Sort alphabetically something. Anything. It's a disaster. I mean, it, once you get above about six shortcuts, you can't find your way around anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's bad. I like that, Federico. Do you have any particular ways that you would like to run shortcuts differently? Yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, just I'm just interested, like, as, as the Premier Shortcuts user... What other ways would you like so, to... Yeah, so I mentioned uh, system-wide keyboard shortcuts, um, yep. quick actions in files, uh, yep. running from the home screen in a way that doesn't launch the shortcuts app. So you ju- it just runs within the home screen. Um, like the widget? Yeah, you get a progress bar on top of the icon, something like that. Because that's what I like about the widget. Like, if you don't know, there's a lot of shortcuts that you can run just from the widget. Yeah. Which, and they only work that way from the widget. Yeah. And that's, I like that. Yeah. Uh, I would also, like, personally, I would like to have, uh, so the share sheet, the shortcuts, uh, when you run a shortcut inside the share sheet, I don't want to see the action editor anymore. I don't want to see yeah. the, the actions well, flow. So he, the one that I keep, this is, I keep feeling this way, and I'm sure it's the exact same one for you, is MusicBot. MusicBot does not need to open shortcuts to operate what it's doing. Yeah, but... In theory. It, well, right now it needs to open shortcuts because of a bug <laughs> uh, in shortcuts. No, I, like, but, like... For what MusicBot is doing, uh-huh. it, in theory, shortcuts doesn't need to be there because it's only ever presenting me with just lists, yeah. right? Like, just you can you could have that list pop up appear on a home screen icon, right? Just as like a pop up window. I don't oh, yeah. need to in- have the shortcuts app yeah. open for that. Yeah, and I am so with you on uh, keyboard shortcuts. I would love more uh, ways to trigger them with keyboard shortcuts. That'd be fantastic. How about you, Mike? Uh, like Federico, uh, his flexi was that he would refuse to let go of previous pick. Mm-hmm. I'm the same. I still believe Apple will announce a services bundle. Mm. Like a way to pay for multiple Apple services with one payment. That's it. I think what you said earlier is really smart about a bunch of people got TV Plus for free. And that will be winding down about the time, uh, about you know, nine months from now. And maybe mm-hmm. when season two stuff is coming up. So... I think that uh, I think it's in the cards for 2020. I agree with you. I think this is they got to do it because Apple have basically confirmed on investor calls that they will not do the free gift again. That's what Tim called it, a gift. Yeah, um, that that was this year. And that's Thanks, it. Tim. All right, I said this is my this is my shout out to our boy John Voorhees. 
WBDC will bring no real changes to <laughs> oh, Matt no. Catalyst. Oh no, no! <laughs> so much of, how much of a shout out is that to John? It's a condemnation of yeah, the the Catalyst guy. <laughs> There's a lot lacking in Matt Catalyst, and it just seems. And it will continue to lack. That's what you're sometimes saying. Sometimes <laughs> Apple doesn't approve the obvious things. And I fear yeah. that Matt Catalyst will... Look, SwiftUI is the future, mm-hmm. right? And that's what they're going to focus on. And I, I'm just... Af- I, I disagree with this. I think they should improve it. But I'm just afraid that Apple thinks Matt Catalyst is good enough and they're just going to let it sit. Well, I've, I've been thinking about this too recently. And I genuinely think that the Matt Catalyst team did not know that SwiftUI existed. Oh, no way. They definitely got... And it, you know, it, it got... Basically, Swift UI was developed in the same way that Swift was, like in secret with a small team. And Catalyst was being developed beforehand. Seemed like a logical thing to do. They announced it. Then Swift UI got to a place that they were ready to announce that, and they just shelved Catalyst. Like, and but but still put it out the door because they spoke about it too soon. And maybe they shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. Poor Catalyst. Uh, Federico, your final. Mm. Final flexi. So my final flexi is, uh, <laughs> I believe, yeah, it's nice to see. This just, is like our our show is just one of the most rewarding creative experiences I know, in my life. Because you can just come up that, with your own rules. And we just come up with things and then we all just agree to it. Yeah, and then yeah. it just is. <laughs> it's such a welcoming environment. It's yeah, brilliant. Yeah, anybody can come up with, with ideas over here. Uh, so mm-hmm. my final flexi is uh, that the... <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see it, you giggle. Uh, so my final... <laughs> Well, just because we're taking it so seriously already. So you know? my, uh, I hereby announce that my final flexi shall be that the iPad home screen will continue to change in 2020 mm. with new elements and new additions. So mm. beyond the widgets, beyond the date and the clock, there would be more. Guys, my computer's here. You go. You guys keep talking yes. about the iPad. I'll be back. All right, we'll talk about the iPad. Go get your computer. You, we'll be uh, able to hear Stephen like straining to bring it in the door. It's like, as he brings it please in can, can you just, Okay, it's, it's gone. My initial thought was like, what could they add? Oh, they could add little contact icons to the home screen. They'll definitely do that. They like to put those in <laughs> all over the place. There used to be a thing in like the iOS 8 beta. Well, it's a thing again. It's in the share sheet. Uh, yeah. Right? Sort of, they yeah. love to do that. Uh, but no, I'm thinking, uh, well... Obvious choice would be you should really be able to create um, uh, bookmarks for uh, files and folders like you can on, yep. on, on the desktop. I feel like I will be asking for this every year for the rest of my entire life. Consistent app pairs. Mm. Mm. But that's not a home screen feature, is it? Yeah, but you could add it to the home screen as an icon, right? Mm, you know what interesting. I mean? Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's like a new thing to the home screen that like, oh, you can now add these app pairs. Oh, like you you launch it and it's already like, yeah, that'd be nice, actually. Like you, if you combine two, two icons together and you create like a, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like a grouped icon, something like that. Like a Franken icon. Yeah, like half of TweetBot and half of, mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, the card hop burger or something. Like tweet, <laughs> TweetBot eating the burger. <laughs> like the bird is eating the burger. <laughs> The sandwich. Uh, it's <laughs> not a burger, it's a sandwich. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, well, I just think that, you know, we could see that. We could see files and folders, so like you can do on, in with the Finder. But really, I think what should also qualify here is if, if you were able to place widgets anywhere. 
because I really think they should just do it. Just do it. Just let go of that See, sidebar. I don't even know if I want if I need that anymore, honestly. I want to use more widgets. This is my problem. I want to mm, use more of them. Okay. I I don't necessarily like I would get more utility out of widgets than I get from icons. Because icons like stuff I can launch in a bunch of ways. And you can launch an app from a widget anyway. You can launch an app from the widget. You have if you have if you're an iPad Pro user and it's very likely that you have a keyboard. You can just search and launch apps that way. You have a dock that can uh, collect more than four apps, like on the iPhone. So there, there are more ways to launch icons and apps than there are to see information at a glance or to perform quick actions at a glance. And we just do that. And so I, th- I would love to have like a bunch of widgets on my home screen. Just allow me to make my home screen my own the way that I want to use it, you know? I think it's great, and we got a little taste of the idea of what if you could see at the same time both icons and widgets. And I think it's time to go a step beyond that because people like it so icons, much. Icons, widgets, files, folders. Yeah. That's what, that would be like the, that would be it. That would be the perfect thing. I think he's back. I oh, he's back. oh my God. He's got it. Drop it to the floor. In his Drop voice. it real loud. Very heavy. I guarantee that we're about to do like one more minute of the show before he before he makes a stop, right? Like the the show is going to be absolutely rocketed towards its yes. conclusion now. Yes. Stephen just wants to unbox his computer. What's going on? What do- I wonder how heavy it is. Is he even? It sounds like he's opening it. Are you opening the box? No, I got a show to finish. Oh, I thought I heard a, a, a cardboard crack. Are you touching the box? It's on the other. It's on the other side of the office. Uh, right. I can undo the Velcro on the side of the box. Hang on. Oh, you've taken it out of the cardboard box. Uh, I did because the cardboard box didn't have handles on it. I had to carry it out to the office. Uh-huh. Uh, that's a good idea. So you did the whole like thing where you pull the tab. Yeah. Did you hear the Velcro? Here, listen to this. Oh, oh my. Sweet, sweet Velcro. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of Velcro. That's nice. So I have a surprise topic. It's going to take about two hours. Uh-huh. You cool with that? <laughs> We're going to do that right now. Right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do another two hours of the show. You're fine with that, right? Yes. You have nowhere to be. No. I think it's we're about, ready to wrap it up. It's about, <laughs> it's about uh, <laughs> shortcuts for Pokemon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you, th- you think you're ready? Do you, th- you think you're ready to wrap up the episode now, do you? I, I think we're good. I think I'm just going to hang yeah. up. You don't want to do your final flexi? We're all good. We still need to hear the final flexing from Mike and the yeah. final flexi from Steven. All right, Mike. All right. I would like to, to tell you guys a story from my final flexi. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to take you on a journey, no. on a visual journey. My final flexi was my second choice, Ricky. Uh, if you didn't accept my Ricky, I was going to choose this one, which is Apple will introduce a new iMac design with an accompanying external display. So by that, I just mean like there's a new iMac and there's a new display that looks like the new iMac, basically. Okay. The iMac design has been the same since 2012. It's time. The bezel's are enormous. They've got to do it, right? They've got to This would it. be classic Mike if you had made this your Ricky and only half of it had come true. Because this is actually two picks. It's a new iMac design and a new external display. Right. But the reason I did that, because you were like, why did you do that? Because you, I don't think that you would have accepted you two either of those independently as a Ricky. No. They had to go to... Yeah. So yeah. I had to do it both. Was a, it was a catch-22. To make it Ricky. Mm-hmm. 
So, but now you accepted my Ricky, so I made this my final flexi. Mm-hmm. Perfect. <laughs> the flexi. I hope it's true, man. It, it's time. They've got to do it. I feel like. I feel like because I mean, my my other thing is that I there will not be. This is just my own personal theory now. An update to the iMac Pro at all, ever now, ever, and that the new iMac design will include the ability to spec one. To a very oh. very powerful configuration, like so, a, a merging of the lines. I think so. I think that makes sense. The iMac Pro. I mean, look, it came from a time before the Mac Pro was going to exist. It doesn't need to exist. Like you don't have to have an iMac Pro if you just if everybody knows that the top of the line iMac can become very very powerful. Yep. You don't need to have an iMac Pro. The iMac Pro only needed to exist when there was no other desktop yeah. professional machine. Well, maybe like the 4K could still be silver and then the 5K would be like a little bit darker and then the high-end 5K would just be space gray. I think they'll do a 6K. That's bold. Why not? I don't I don't think they will. I think But they did a 5K. Just keep making it bigger. <laughs> just keep adding more Ks. All right. Mm-hmm. Mine I'm going to... Um, oh, I just read this. <laughs> the Mac burned me uh-huh. in 2019. I thought I just... I, I glanced at this and assumed what it said. Yeah. <laughs> and so... This comes I, from you know a place of, of profound hate for your This is coming... Pick. This this oh is a crack. flexi out of spite. Yes. It's a spidey. I, I have a it's spidey. This is going too far. Apple... <laughs> Does not ship the first ARM Mac in 2020. Yeah, and I swear, if if I if I'm wrong about this, and they do, what if they do? Well, if they do, Mike has to buy me one because that was no, an eternal promise. No, no, it's not the no, way it that wasn't. it works. If, the, if you're gonna say that they do not ship one, and they yeah. do, you need to buy you one for Mike. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Let's do that. That's the way that it works. I, I don't. I don't want to. You don't have to go top of the line. Uh, you know, well, I, I don't want to. I don't want to be. Uh, I don't want to. You can just go. Do you what can you did go mid range. You know, you can go mid range. Drop a drop a sweet five k on a computer that you're just gonna <laughs> give to Mike. I feel like the ARM Macs won't be expensive. Well, if it's like the new MacBook, then yes, probably. Because that's. I think that's what they start with anyway, right? Yeah. Like it's like an entry line consumer laptop. Yeah. It's probably the first one. Call it the uh, the Apple Book. Oh, you know what? Hmm. Probably it will be Apple something. Okay. I reckon Apple uh, the Apple book the Apple top <laughs> Apple top <laughs> app top the app top it's an app top <laughs> Apple top <laughs> <laughs> but like it's L apostrophe Apple top yeah right it's, a lap, it's like the Apple top the Apple top five G Apple top Max <laughs> <laughs> all right. I have no idea how we did. We will find out in a year. That's the fun mm-hmm. of this game. Mm-hmm. Or by the time the episode comes out, maybe. Who knows? We may know some of it by then. I love that we start our year with this every year. It's it's so much fun. And, uh, you know, we'll move these to, to the, the section of the document. We keep tabs on this throughout the year. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, let's, let's, let's do it again real soon. Mm-hmm. I think that does it for this week. Uh, guys, this was a lot of fun. I, like I said, I always enjoy this. Uh, if you are out there and you want to find uh, the links to stuff we talked about, there's not many of them, but there's a few good ones. 
Uh, they're relay.fm. Can you hear how excited he is right now, Federico? Connected. Can I'm you trying hear to get it? through this. Yeah, Let see, me go. He's probably already standing and just talking into the microphone while standing. There's two things I know are happening. One, <laughs> he is looking at the computer yeah. and has a smile on his face as he's Look, talking. man, it's not going to roll away. The wheels are not on. <laughs> you didn't get the wheels. <laughs> I didn't get the wheels. <laughs> so show notes, con- relay.fm slash connected slash 275. Uh, while you're there, you can get in touch with feedback or follow-up uh, there's an email link there or you can you can find us all on twitter of course you can find mike on twitter as i-m-y-k-e mike is the host of a bunch of shows here on the network if you missed the upgrade holiday special you need to go listen to it because it is fantastic it's so so good um, it was a lot of fun to, to listen to that and i think everyone will really enjoy it and of course the upgradies are right around the corner. So don't miss those either. No, they've happened. They've happened too. Mm-hmm. Time is a flat circle. Time, We're so messed up on time right now. Yeah. Just go check out Mike's other stuff. You know where to find it. <laughs> you can find Federico on Twitter as Vitici, V-I-T-I-C-C-I. Uh, if you follow him on Twitter, I think that John Voorhees will mail you a trophy, I think is what we've learned sure. recently. Sure. So go do that as well. And you can find me on Twitter as ISMH and my writing over at 512pixels.net. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Booz Allen, Health IQ, and Hover. And until next time, gentlemen, say goodbye. Arrivederci. Goodbye, everybody. Adios.